This is the Halftime Oranges podcast, brought to you by Keggs and Dickie. <laughs> Uh, welcome to our first episode of 2024 Halftime Oranges. Keegs and Dickie, boys have just um, just settling back into life, I suppose, after a um, pretty much two weeks abroad, travelling away in, in London and then in Spain. I believe, D- Dickie, you're still in Spain. How, how, how have you pulled up, buddy? How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I've come a long, come a long way in the last couple uh, couple days, a week or so. Yep, still in Spain. Um, didn't want to go back and face the um, the wonderful Netherlands just yet. So blue sky, sun's out. Um, just outside of Valencia at the moment, and head home tomorrow. So thrilled uh, to be going home, shall we say? But not too bad. I've recovered very well, shall we say? Oh, Yourself? What you like to hear? Um, yeah, I'm still. I'm still battling away. Um, tell you what, Spain took a bit of a toll on toll on the body, toll on my health. Um, had to front up and play 80 minutes of code on Saturday. Got through it all right, actually. Um, but yeah, just a bit under the weather. Probably just a bit run down. Um, but we're getting there. Let's slow it again there. I'm back in the lovely grey skies of Ireland. Um, pretty cold here at the moment. Too. Uh, I believe it's actually been snowing in the Netherlands. So I bet you're looking forward to that tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, I am. A few snowmen tomorrow, hopefully. A few snow. Yeah, yeah. We're actually lucky. We don't really get any snow here. But it just gets as it gets cold enough to. Yeah, right. How did your game of code go? You, I think I heard whispers that you may have lost some sort of final. Yeah, so it was uh, it's called the Bateman Cup, um, which I believe it's. So all the provinces you play off within your provinces, so your Ulster, Connacht, your Munster, and your Leinster, you all play off in your provinces, and then the top team out of each provinces plays like a semi-final against one of the other provinces. So we played um, Ballinhunch, who are based in Ulster, in the Ulster province. Um, we played them, and that game was it's kind of weird, weird timings. Like we we played them in September, so I wasn't even here for that game. Um, and we bet them, and then Tyrion Yor, I'm not actually sure who they played, but they're part of the Leinster province. Um, they obviously won their semi-final. And then, yeah, so the final was on 6th of January. Uh, we had to make the trek up to Dublin. Um, gee, it, was, it was a tight game, actually. Like, shit, it was boys going tit for tat. Uh, we lost a couple of boys' injuries. Um, and then, yeah, sort of game was in the balance, and then, uh, they scored a couple couple tries in the second half, sort of got a, got away from us, and then we got one back, and it was 22-15. Um, I got over the line, got held up, apparently. That was the ref decision. I firmly believe on the down. Um, that would have leveled up the game, not far up from the post, I think about five or six minutes ago. But, um, yeah, full-time was 22-15. Good battle though. It was, a, it was a good game of code. I think we had a lot of people just even tearing your um, spectators coming up and saying, "Oh, that was a hell of a game of footy." So yeah. must be um, good watching. But yeah, tough loss. But I, I know the club hasn't won that 
the, uh, the Bateman since 1929, I think. So it would have been pretty cool to have won that. But yeah, on to the next, I guess. Oh, well, the drought continues. So talk me through this trial. It wasn't like um, one of these pick-and-go tries where it was clearly obvious that you were going to get held up and you've just gone to be the hero or... Was that uh, you know when you know when it's close and you just you know when it you know when it's close and you're just like you've got those idiots who you just know you have to score a clear cut try for it to be and they just do these like stupid pick and go into heaps of people and there's no chance you see the ball getting put down. It wasn't one of those ones, was it? Nah. So we were about five out there and um got the ball from the nine and I sort of just carried through a bit of a gap and then had the ball on my right arm. Uh, go on my left, sort of go on my right, and then I've gone down, and then as I've gone down, like, sort of we've had, there's been another one or two players that sort of came fine and sort of get around the ball, and the ref's got there real late, goes around the wrong side for starters, and then he comes back, and I'm like telling him to get the players to move out of the way so you can see the ball being grounded, uh, and he calls it held up, and then I get up, and like, you can literally see like a little, like because the ground was pretty soft, you can just see like where the ball mm. had been laying, like where the point of the ball had been mm. laying, like just on like past the line. I'm like, mate, look at that, look at that. And they're like, well, I'm having a bar of it. So yeah, yeah, I'm a shame. I'm a big fan of um. Sort of annoys me when like in club footy, if there's no cameras and stuff, someone if the opposition scores a try and the ref's not there, I'm a big fan. I just like lie, just flop on it so you can't see the nut, and then. Everyone should be doing that in club footy because then the ref usually gets you late and then the team is for a pussy to call a try. So you've just got to do that. Be a bit of a grub about yeah. it. And that's exactly what they did. So fair dinkum to them. Suck they do. When you know you get held up now and it's a goal line drop out, I was like, fuck, I'm not. In my head, I was like, I might have just lost us the game there. I'm like, yeah, five minutes ago, but we're going to be a back attacking on the 40 now. Like it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah it sounds like you did. You did, you did lose the game, so. Thanks, mate. Thanks, yeah. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. That is what it is. That is what it is. Move on. Move on, get better. Indeed. Um, um, well, yeah, so we went to London, we went to London, didn't we? Yeah. Um, before Spain. Just want to know or what your thoughts on uh, London was. London was um I don't know, I wasn't wasn't hugely excited to go there. I just heard heard mixed mixed opinions, but um it was actually cool. I well, I enjoyed the little wee bit of sightseeing. I saw probably enough of what I needed to see within one day. See the you know, see the London Eye, Big Ben, mm. Westminster Abbey, very underwhelming. Um But I probably stayed there for too long. I don't reckon you need more than like three days there personally. It's just a bit a bit too hectic, isn't it? The tube's good though. We did we did oh, we did like the tube, didn't we? Yeah, tubes are great, great, great mode of transport. And they're handy, very handy. Mm. But like, yeah, other than that, it's just a lot going on. You can't really relax on one like No, you can't. And they're all quite ugly people, aren't they? Um, English people. <laughs> when you look at oh, I definitely agree with that. Not being not being rude to the United Kingdom, but England in particular quite um quite abrasive, shall we say, looking folk most of the time. Mm-hmm. But nothing wrong with that. It's all it's all genetics. Um, had a couple had a couple of full English brickies there that were good. Bit of black pudding that I didn't yeah. touch on a couple of occasions, but Oh, black pudding's a um good, yeah. Have you ever had, 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 had the black pudding? Oh you have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. No. What about uh, me? What about the white pudding? Have you ever heard the white pudding? I've never even heard of the white pudding. I've, as far as I'm aware, it's just like a black one, but it's white. It tastes a bit different. Right, that sort of, yeah. I guess it's in the name, isn't it? I presume it would be white if it's called a white pudding, but yes. thanks for that. Thanks for clearing that up. There's a fun fact, actually, if we do you know that um, the United Kingdom... Uh, is the largest consumer of baked beans in the world? No, I I didn't know that, but that makes sense actually, especially when um at the the house that we were at, the old girl had a lot of baked beans mm. tucked away in her cupboard. A lot of baked. She would have had like twelve baked beans in the in the cupboard. Eh? yeah, she had a quite a she had a quite a collection of beans in there. Yeah, so that that makes sense straight out of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's just yeah, it's a fun fact I've learned. Um, what else happened in London? London I think that's underwhelming. Um, it moves quite slow for me. I wouldn't want to yeah. seems like a, I don't know how long the whole experience is, but it seems like you'd be up there for a good fifty minutes looking at the same shit. I reckon after ten you'd be like, Well, pretty keen to get out now, but you've still got to go all the way around. hundred percent, I totally agree. But what move that snail pace that thing? You reckon you'd even be up there for more than an hour? And we went to a museum. <laughs> we went to a museum as well, didn't we? The um, war <laughs> museum of some sort. Yeah, yeah, that was actually quite educational. I learned I learned quite a lot there. Actually, it's quite good. I did. We did go with a couple of friends, and um, we all got a sort of misjointed. We're going at different paces. Obviously, the well, I don't know if you say lesson tip intellectual people would move through that um those exhibits quicker than others but i did run into um george's sister lily at one stage when i was trying to find you and murph and um i'd only just completed the, the first level and she said yeah i've lost everyone but i saw keegan he had a he had a panini and a coffee and he was uh he'd had enough so uh no that is not thumbs up uh not had enough your ability to, well, how it seems. You had the coffee, you had the nanny, you're ready to get out of there. I'll tell you what it was, bud. It was, i just done that much learning about the Great War that I just needed a wee, a wee smoker, a wee time out just to sit mm. down, soak it all in, we can mm. to get me, pick me back up. I was, I was hungry as anything. So I needed a little bit of tucker to get in me. So I had a wee salmon bagel. And then I was uh, ready to rip into World War Two. Uh, uh, you ripped in pretty quickly because you and Murph, you and you and Murph were at the pub for a good forty-five minutes before I got there. So obviously it was pretty must have been quite skim over a lot of stuff, I imagine, and just get through. And the brains were done. The old the old boy did that or battle holder. I, I think maybe you're extremely slow at reading, and maybe you like to read. To yeah. Read. To really understand it, I think that that could have also comprehend it. You just had to, yeah. You just really had to get it ticking over in your head, like, oh, so that's what happened. Oh, that's what that means. Hence why it took you the extra extra hour or so. Yeah, well, that's up for debate. That's up for debate. And what we when we went to the um, for those of you who are outside of London, we went to the Redback, didn't we? Apparently, that's a a hot spot for any Kiwis coming over Christmas time. Kiwis and Australians, the Redback. 
wasn't it in London? Yeah, yeah, it was actually a good wee spot. Yeah, um, that was our that was our Christmas night, our Christmas do, I guess. Mm. We had a good day, didn't we? What did we have? We had we had a chicken for lunch, didn't we? Yeah, roast chook. Whereas I'm traditionally a ham sort of guy. Yeah, if I'm back home, it's definitely ham and probably a, a lamb roast sort of thing, sort of operation. Man. Mm. Mm-hmm. I guess when you're home. Yeah, well, no. Broaden your horizon a wee bit. Got to adapt. Yeah, the Redback the red was our first. We had a couple of incidents of um, Guinness providers not providing a good Guinness on our travels, didn't we? That was the first one with them not having oh. Guinness, Guinness glasses. Well, I think the first one was probably went to a little place in Hammersmith and it was just, well, like the way they poured it, you know, they just... Well, they had the bubbles in it, didn't they? They didn't have a rest. Yeah, bubbles on the top and like they just, they just, they haven't let it set at all before then pour in the last third or whatever. Um, That's right. We had a lot of issues. We, we, I reckon when we were all, from our whole trip, there was only one place that poured it properly. Was it the last night? Um, yeah, it would have been, I think. Nah, not the last. Uh, it was one place in Spain. Nah, it was the when me, you, and Murph went out on the first night, and then me and you went back there on the last night, but we didn't get we didn't get Guinness that night. But yeah, that was the only. Place oh, right. Put it properly. Yeah. So, yeah, Hammersmith they poured it with bubbles. Redback, they poured it without a Guinness glass. And then we went to one place in Malaga that said they had a Guinness sign. We went in there to have a Guinness, and then they poured us a Guinness out of a can. That was, that was an atrocity. That was horrific, eh? You can't be claiming any disgusting. part of being an Irish pub, Irish bar, and then pouring Guinness out of a bloody can. Oh, that was unbelievable, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a shocker. It was unbelievable. But um, then we moved on to Malaga. I'll tell you, if we're, so, Amanda, if, before we yeah, before we go to Malaga, we actually went to, in London, we went to Winter Wonderland. Can you arm? Uh, didn't we? Yeah, it was good fun. Talk, we were on a couple of rides. It was good fun. Vicky picked out the first ride, and it was actually a, it was a bloody doozy. Had, for anyone that's been to... Uh, movie world in Aussie and been on the Scooby Doo ride, very Scooby Doo ride vibes. It was it was good fun that one. It was that's um yeah that whole winter one experience was an interesting one. Um, I chose a ride and it was said to be under thrill seekers on the website and we got there lining up and we got a got a lot of slack for it being a kids ride and a lot of kids around. Um. And then we went on it, and she was an absolute doozy. And before we got in there, someone in our group had decided to say, "Oh, these things don't these things just creep you out a little bit? Like they're just they're not permanent roller coaster rides. This literally made to be set up and brought down. So everything could be a bit loose, or they could, you know, there's a possibility you could fall apart because they're not maintained regularly. And then, geez, that was in the back of the mind for the rest of the evening. But that ride was a beauty. Yeah, Murph, Murph did struggle. There was some footage of him. Um, what was that one called? It was like a one that went upside down. Fuck, it went high. Yeah, we, we might be able to clip it. 
yeah, put it alongside this if we clip this and show how distressed he is looking up at it. He was genuinely, genuinely physically upset. He was, he didn't want to go on it at all. And then we went on that one. And then because there was only four seats per side of the ride, um, three of us went on one side and Murph had to go by himself on the other side. And he was unimpressed. And then he, we've gone on like this little, sort of, it would have been like a kid's one that goes up high and Murph's got on the line and said, had a look at it. And he said, no, nah, lads, I'm going to go go sit by myself for we were in that line for probably 55 minutes. He would have been by himself. Just oh, at least. Killing. Not wanting to do it because he was too petrified. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't believe that. And that was literally like the most teats ride out of all of them that we did. But I think it was just not right for him. He, he literally went, sat down and like this, he said he went down, sat in a corner and just sort of napped away for a good 20 minutes. As you do. That is that is George Murphy to a T, isn't it? It is. It is. But um, yeah, that was it was good fun. Went to one. A lot of signs for pickpocketers. Watch out for pickpocketers. But didn't see any pickpocketers in my time in London. Almost sudden the hand hit a mess. Yeah, almost. Oh, with you there. We say it's not. But I guess if you're a good pickpocket, I guess if you're a good, I guess if you're a good pickpocketer, you're not really getting seen, eh? Wow, that's also true, yeah. Probably made yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, and then we head to Malaga and getting to the airport for those <laughs> who don't know, um, me and Murph flew out of Gatwick and we were up in London in Hammersmith and we had a flight at 10 to 7 in the morning and we had to get up at, we had to get a bus at 2.35 a.m. From where we were, get a bus to the train station and then get a train to the airport and then do that. And what a debacle that was starting up early. So we caught the first caught the first bus and then we had to connect another bus to the train station. We get off the first bus. Second bus is running late. Murph's starting to stress out a little bit. I can see him looking around. There's a few dodgy characters out in London at bloody 3.30 a.m. in the morning. We've caught an Uber to the train station. And then we've got the train to the airport. So we got there on all, all, uh, all was well and good. Um, Murph had a bit of a dodgy moment going through security. Uh, he lost his expensive moisturizer, which he was heartbroken about. He got stopped and I've had to do a week test on it. And then it was too full. Milliliters and it's been binned. He was in the gutter about that. And then I'll tell you what we did, what did happen was, those airports are so big, but they don't give you your boarding gate till half or was it like? Oh. I swear it was like twenty it was like twenty minutes before our flight was supposed to board, they only put up the the gate number. Um and I had to go to the loo. So I was in the toilet and there was a bit of a queue to get into the toilet. So I was in there and this messaging me, mate, we need to go, we need to go, we need to go, we need to go. And anyway, go to the toilet, make a pretty do a speedy operation, get out. And then we're going to the gate and we thought we had plenty of time. And then I checked my like boarding pass on Apple Pay and it was it was six oh three and it said gate closes at six oh five. And we just thought it was we thought it was half an hour before the flight, which would have been six six fifteen and we would have got there with plenty of time. And it was six or three, six and we were like bomb fuck, boosted it. We just started running. Um, ran and we got in this elevator 
and we're in this elevator like trying to get it to go and there's like well with all these old people who are going to a different flight all like middle-aged people like, what are you boys going oh we're going to Malaga like, oh we're not going there they're like oh and they're like what time is your gate closed oh I was like I think it's closing now and this fucking douchebag was like yeah it is it is and then we're like his wife wasn't his wife wouldn't get out of the elevator doorway so every time the door would come it would reopen again oh god I was like get in get in and then I was like get out of the way and then just the button to close it and he's like oh you've missed it boys you've missed it don't worry about it you've missed it you've missed it we were just both sitting there just fuck up doors open we run there we run to the gate and it hadn't started boarding so we sprint around this corner coming a full pace like huffing and puffing and everyone's just there looking at us and we go oh oh bloody hell but they hadn't even started boarding so we got away with that but it was a bit of excitement for our um our uh, flight to Malaga in the morning anyway on easy jet mm. easy jet classic oh and then some fucking idiot some fucking idiot we get on the plane and we all board it up and then we were sitting there for like it'd been like 15 minutes hadn't moved we're like what's going on the guy comes over uh, afternoon or morning everyone um, we've had a passenger check their bag and be loaded onto the plane and they've missed boarding so we're going to have to unload all the bags take their bag off and then un- and then reload all the bags and then they're like so we'll do that but unfortunately we've missed our takeoff time so we're going to have to wait for a new slot so we had to sit on the we were just sitting on the runway for an hour 15 before we took off fuck the mahita yeah which then that put you yeah. guys so that was in part, part of our experience in Malaga and the uh, security as well yeah and customs customs <laughs> yeah customs is always a um interesting one though isn't it you always get nervous for no reason Mm, agreed don't you reckon like Merv said he went up to the guy and was like g'day mate here you go guy didn't say I peeked back so I'm just checked his passport and waved him through and then I went up and the guy like fuck had to double check something and then all of a sudden you go shit what have I done you've obviously done nothing and then you start like oh am I getting in and then you're through and you're like oh you beauty away we go yeah you almost just go and I've sort of realised like, there's no point in being all happy about because they don't really give a fuck. No. Nah, At least they're happy they, and smiling. They must do like you just Yeah. You just gotta give them the same sort of energy, I think. Like a real fuck you energy. <laughs> yeah. Well they'll just be pissed off that you're on holiday probably. And they they're, they're just We stabbed. We you. did have this Yeah. We did have one character, um, who was in full Luton Town. Luton Town obviously plays in Premier League full Luton Town tracksuit and he was an older guy oh not old like middle aged looked like a bit like Lenny the Shark so a little bit little bit like Joey Gav and um, we got to where you go to the lines of the passport and they were massive and he just started blowing up at someone in the airport like fuck that's not fucking good next thing they know the cops have come along he was in the toilet and they've taken him out of the toilet whether or not it's worked for him but he's they've had to take they've taken him through the lines obviously off to question him somewhere else so he skipped the whole lines um, but he didn't have any bags so it looked like he could have been doing something um, a little bit suspicious but we'll never know but that was a bit of excitement it kept us kept us busy in the wait yeah yeah yeah. my um, my airport experience was was very similar to be honest I had to be up at the same time as you boys I was flying out of Stansted to Malaga but I was running off about I'd say probably about four hours sleep because the night before, night before in London, I actually went out, met up with a met up with a mate back home, 
um, who's now living in London. Should we just go out for a go out for a couple beers, mate? And he's like, "Yeah, sounds good, sounds good." And I told Dickie, I told Dickie, "Ah, oh, just come out, bro. We'll, we'll be in bed before midnight. Like, you don't get hungover if you if you call it quits before midnight." And I've got two messages sent to Murph. He's like, "Cause I was obviously staying at his his place," and he's like, "Um, mm. I can leave a key out for you, or just just give me a bell when you get in." It's like, "Yeah, don't worry, mate. I'll be home early." He's like, "Yeah, either one's sweet, either one's sweet." And I was like, "Yeah, don't worry. I'll be home early, mate. I'll be home early." Well, early, it was early, early in the morning. Um, I've had an absolute shocker. Probably one of the worst nights of my life, I reckon. Me and, me and my friend, Snork, we've gone to a couple pubs. Um, actually met up with Dobbo. Good man, Dobbo and Tiff, good people. Mm. Met up with them, had a couple beers. Um, met up with some random Kiwi fella. We were actually drinking Spates in London. Tell you what, it tastes beautiful. Um... Anyways, Snorks caught it quits. It must have been maybe like one thirty. He was hooped, and I was like, "Fair thinking, bro." What? I'm just gonna hang. What, what pub was that for the for any Kiwis in in London listening, so they can go have a pulse spates when they're there, if you can remember. Called uh, Belusha, I believe. Belusha, like in yeah, Belusha. It was sort of like in the central, sort of like central London, I guess. Belusha, central London. If you go there, they have spates. Questions and all. It was actually great stuff. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. But anyways, yeah, Snorks caught it quits at probably like one thirty. And I'm like, sweet mate. And then I've we've gone I've we've gone so we're at another pub and then they were short of closing. So me, Dobbo and Tiff and their friend have gone back to Belusha, which I've then seen the Kiwi follow again. And I believe Dobbo memory's a little bit hazy, but I believe Dobbo said, Oh, we're gonna call it quits and I was like, Ah, oh, sweet. And then the other guy was like, oh, we're going to go to this place. Jump in the Uber if you want. And I was like, oh, sweet. Jumped in the Uber. I then got to the place and kind of gone, ah, oh, you know what? I'm actually pretty keen to call it quits. Had, been, had, a, had a decent night. Pretty keen to go home. I've said that to them. Like, yeah, happy days. It must have been about 2.30. I've then walked, walked, walked like five minutes down the road just trying to figure out where I am. I was in Piccadilly Square. And then my phone's gone flat on about 20% unexpectedly. And that's when alarm bells have started ringing because I have no idea how to get from where I am to where I need to get to, especially when the when the when the tubes are, when the tubes aren't running. Um, and that's been like your motor transport for the last four or five days. That's sort of when I was starting to get a bit worried. And I was like, "Shit, what do I do? What do I do?" So I just started walking around, walking around. Didn't had no no idea what bus to get on. Um, so I reckon I walked around for like two hours. Ended up in Chelsea. To just not where I was supposed to be. Uh, I stopped in for a wee food break. Um, I've jumped onto a bus and my, my debit card doesn't have pay wave for some stupid reason. Doesn't, doesn't You can't pay wave with it. So I've tried to go on and the guy's like, no, nah, it's not working. And I was like, oh, he's like, so you got to jump off. I was like, oh, sweet, man. Um, and then I've walked around for like another probably hour. And then I was like, fuck, I'm an idiot. I've got my NZ debit card on me. I can pay wave off that. So I just had to find another bus stop to get me to get me to one one of the two accommodations that I could stay at. And I, I was getting to the point where I'm like looking at bushes like, fuck, that one will probably do for a couple of hours until sunrise. Like that'll probably do me. It was it was getting that sort of disarray. We found like a cardboard box on the ground. And I was like, fuck, I could sleep on top of this and some bushes just to keep me a wee bit dry. And then I finally, I found a bus stop and I'm like, yeah, that's taking me to where I need to go. I've jumped on. 
hopped off the bus. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think I know where I am. I think I know where I am. Start running. I'm like, yeah, I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going. And I realized I just need to fucking just need to relax. So I start walking again. Sure enough, I found where, found where Dickie's staying. I came up. And I'm, I'm fucking hammering the door, hammering the door. And obviously, I can't send a message. And I'm like, I can hear noises inside. And I'm just like, I yelled out, but I was there. You obviously didn't hear me. And then, fuck, I'm hammering the door, hammering the door. Dickie comes up. He's like, fuck, man. I'm like, Oh, bro, you have no idea. Let's me in. I've been walking around for about three hours. I get I get in at about ten to six, I think. And um, yeah, it was one hell of a night. Don't even want to fucking uh, reenact that one. Yeah, and then from my point of view, uh, five thirty in the morning, you hear this aggressive banging. You're doing a house that you hear this like aggressive banging with no noise. You think you're potentially. The person you're house sitting for is like, oh, some drug money or something's going on. Like, it sounds like you're about to get, the door's about to come down. Tentatively sort of wake up, sort of like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> then you just, I remember just leaving out like a, oi! And then, <laughs> then just sort of oh, bro. And I was like, oh, all right, there we go. There we go. Okay, I'm safe. I'm not going to die. So, yeah, you did have an absolute shocker. There's no doubt about it. But like, if you're home, behind, home before 12, you don't get hung over, mate. So there's no issues. No, no issues. I, I probably walked off my hangover. I didn't walk that much that night. I didn't really wake up too hangover. Yeah. Tired. I don't think that's true because me and Murph, me and Murph went and visited a friend just out of London and um, we only had one set of keys at Murph's accommodation and it had to be, you sort of needed to open the door, obviously, as they do keys. <laughs> Um, and we thought, oh, Keegs needs the keys in case he's shot out. And he went and got a haircut. So we left the keys with him and um, we were out. Keegs sent shoots us a message about 6.30. Oh, um, I'm just going to go to bed now, boys, but just shoot us a call when you need to get in and I'll let you in. And we thought, we thought nothing of it at the time, thinking, oh, yeah, right. So we get home, but obviously if someone's only come home 6 a.m. that morning, they're going to be pretty knackered and probably be you know can on a deep sleep mm -hmm. we get there mm -hmm. and it's a shared apartment so we can't really go banging on that door <laughs> don't want to disrupt the other tenants and we would have been out there for about 15 20 minutes just non-stop bang calling keegan on messenger ring it till it rings out no answer bang ring it again ring it rings that out and it was getting to the point they were scaffolding up the, up the front of the apartment block but me and Murph couldn't quite understand what level of the apartment we were. We were about to scale the scaffolding, but the risk was that we scale the scaffolding, knock on a window, and it's not our right level floor. But thankfully, after 20 minutes, you came and opened the door. So not the, not, your, not your finest moment ever, I wouldn't say. It was quite it was quite funny too because I've, I've, well, I've heard the phone call. I've woken up. Oh, sweet. I'll go let the boys in. And I go downstairs and I just see them looking up at me like, well, it's about fucking time, you piece of shit. And here I am thinking, how oh, happy days, fellas. I've just woken up to the first call. I then check my phone afterwards and realize there's been about 10 missed calls <laughs> nonstop, one after the other. And I was like, oh, shit, sorry, fellas. Sorry about that one. I was tempted to sleep. Tempers were, getting a, tempers were getting a little bit high uh, on the street. Yeah, understandably so. Yeah. So I apologize for that one. Like I said, not my dad's You're only you're only called names. You're only called names in the heat of the moment. You weren't called. They weren't called to your face, so it was forgotten about as soon as the door opened. Mm, behind my back, classic, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, well, obviously, they were, were in Malaga for the mm. new period, got in there, and it was, wasn't that a treat, going into about 21 degrees. Beautiful. Um, for about three or four days running. Um, no one still really wears shorts over there. We were all in our shorts, singlets and stuff like it was 45 degrees for them, but it was, yeah. People were in like jackets, coats and boots. Like they obviously, it's obviously a bit chilly for them. But for us, it was a bit of paradise. But Malaga was beautiful, wasn't it? We got, we went to the, um, we had a couple of, couple of tappers, didn't we? First day that we were there. Yeah, we had a couple of sheer plates. Um, but me and Murph, no one. Cruise. It was to kick throughout the night. Um, their first night was an interesting one. Um, it was. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I don't remember too much of it, so I can't really, can't really allude to too much. But <laughs> lost a lost a good pair, of, good pair of jeans that night. Can you can you talk us through how that actually happened? Are you do you know? No, I can't because I can't remember it. So you might have to do that for us. Well, so Tiki's Tiki's grabbed something. This this old fellow was just cleaning, cleaning away. It's probably about three thirty in the morning. Tiki's just grabbed something, throwing it, and the old boy's not happy. I can't remember what it was. I don't think it was big or anything, but old boy wasn't happy about it. And he's jumped on the radio straight away. He's speaking Spanish. We don't understand anything he's saying. But this is uh, Wheels and fucking were with us at that point. And um, Wheels has gone. Oh, he's calling the cops. He's calling the cops. We've all just, oh shit, bolted. We've just bolted. We've hung a left, bolted up the street. And then we've just seen a cop car. Wow. Well, well, we're not going to carry on up there. So then we've hung a quick right, sprinted up, and it leads into a little little alleyway, dead end. And there's a fence. Without hesitation, Dickie has just gone straight for the fence. He's jumped it. And he's just, his jeans have gotten hooked. Because it was just a fucking, they were like fucking steel bars, eh? Like, we've gone, we've gone. They were, they were steel bars. I do remember that part. Yeah. And, um, I do remember that part of it. And I got, yeah, hooked. I remember getting hooked and you guys being on the other side of the fence. And as I'm like, Slowly falling down. It's just slowly ripping up the side. They're only two days old as well. Ripping up the side of them right to the bottom until I like, until I like snipped and I hit the deck and I was in this like reserve thing and, oh geez, I was, I was, I was a bit like, I'm a bit scared. I didn't know where it was, what I was doing. Yeah. And I remember fucking just going, oh boy, is he the only one that did anything? Why are we even worried? We've just, we've just walked off, left Dickie on the other side of the fence. I could be in that much of a pothole that night. At that point, we weren't even worried. Like, fuck, we'll just leave him. He can do whatever he wants. We'll see him when we see him again. We were well fed up. And then to me, me fucking wheels have just wandered home and left Dickie on his own for for an hour or so. Yeah, and I was scared on this like this big park thing. I didn't know how to get out because it was all massive fenced off everywhere I walked. Kept hearing like sounds and like thinking like dingoes. I don't know. They don't. Obviously not in Spain, but I like, think there was like lions and shit coming after me. And then I found a way exit and walked my way home. But um, yeah, not. What do you think? Tip yeah, over the lions, my man. I've ever had. What do, what do you think? Really did it to you? Uh, was the white wine? 
Oh, what do we do there? Wow. Yeah, it was the white wine. Yeah. Try to we do a place to try to order. Yeah. Think he's going to a place. Try to try to order it. Yeah. And then but they've walked out with a bottle of white, and he's disgusted. And we, white we tuck into it a white. Yeah. I thought we did the whole thing. Well, I think we might have, to be honest. I remember you you were almost you're always going to form it at the table, I think. And then somehow you've... Yeah, oh, so I can't even whack the good I can't even a good glass of it. Yeah. And see, that's, I can't even sniff white wine without having issues. So <laughs> that would have been... That would have... That's what bottled me completely. Yeah, that turned your night upside down. Sure. Oh, had an interesting night that night, didn't he? Yes, yeah, so that was fun. Hit mm. it? It was fun. Murph. Yeah, Murph was, un Murph was in all sorts. He went home earlier there. I think we've had to drop him home when, when Wheels got Wheels got in at about one thirty, And we've literally, we've tried to put him in the Uber and say to the Uber driver, like, just drop him off at this address, he'll be sweet. And the Uber driver's like, nah, nah, no way. I'm, I'm not taking him on his own. So I've then had to jump in with him and then go go let Wheels into the comp, put Murph to bed. But he was in all sorts. He was, he was sitting around, head down like this, like this. Like, like, like leaning up against Dan and he's actually <laughs> falling asleep standing up even when we got to the accommodation bro and I'm trying to unlock the doors he's just at one point just leaning up against the wall just like falling asleep jeez louise mate just just pull it together for five minutes would you <laughs> boy what a nap it was an early start that morning that would have been a yeah early yeah, start he's just needed a bit of shut eye well, he came out far in there. We're at the con just drinking out a couple of body cokes. He was he was into it and I was Yeah, it's was good to say one that. Yeah, that's right. And then what day two day two we mm. Well actually day one, to finish off day one. Um we've had a wee key situation. <laughs> oh yeah, that's Dumbo, I'm I'm true, yeah. Yeah, on the debacle. Hmm. I yeah, so to explain buying everyone we were in a um airbnb and there was we had to go through four drawers to get to our place it was like in a complex and we had one set of keys so we could only get in with the one set of keys or whatever and i don't know what happened how did i get i came in late by myself didn't you let me in or nah so we doors were all open or something yeah so we've we've left the doors slightly open all the way out to the last one which i don't know why we didn't just leave that one open as well but um fickens come out and Ficken's pissed off at you. He's like, here, have the fucking keys. He said, he's throwing the keys at you. Um, you have then gone, unlocked the door, tried to push it open while before taking the key out or trying to do it at the same time. And I've then woken up in the morning, seeing the keys on the ground. One of the keys is bent 90 degrees. <laughs> uh, we're in trouble here. Yeah. We're in trouble. And in my defense, you can still use a key that's 90 degrees bent. It was... Although it was sort of cooked, William Trudis tried to use his brains and bend it back straight and snapped the whole thing in half. So he should have taken some responsibility there. But there's no way we could have used but, that key. Yeah, yeah. It was because it was like you'd pulled it out of touch and then bent it. There's no way we we're going to actually be able to use that key. Anyway, I got snapped, didn't it? And we went out day two. We went, we went to the beach for the whole day. We had a few few beers on the beach and we went out for lunch initially and like I was 
I was in need of some agua, some water, and they'd order out of beers, and I was like, not interested in the beers at all. And I was like, mate, can I have some water to the waiter? And the boys have all sort of joking and said, nah, nah, no water for him. And then the waiter's just gone to me, nah, no agua for you, and just moved <laughs> off and then didn't serve me any water for the rest of the time we were there. That was outstanding. Man, oh, I understood the assignment. It was so good. It was so good. That was bullshit. And then, yeah, we went to the edge somewhere and parked up. Went to the beach. That was a great, that was probably one of the hottest days we were there, I reckon. Close skies. Me, 21. Boys got, went for a wee dip in the water. Cheap Coronas. Boys were drinking, drinking some cheap Coronas. Dollar, what was that about? Dollar, dollar 30 a pop or something? Yeah, dollar 80, I think. Still pretty good. Is that standing on that? Yeah. And then we've gone... <laughs> We've gone back to the accommodation, obviously knowing we've got a key that doesn't work, hoping that it's uh, somehow unlocked. Have walked up, it's locked. So I've then had to get a, get in touch with our with our local our guy that sort of let us in and be like, "Hey, mate, we've had an accident. We accidentally broke a key. Um, what's what's the what's the deal? What what can we get done?" So we've just had to go park up at a couple local local watering holes, couple pubs. Have a few brews while we waited. So that was that was an interesting start. To, well, start of the night of day two. Yeah. Yeah, it was. We actually came back to the beach that day. day. You and you and fucking were hooped. <laughs> you and fuck were hooped. To the point where I was like, boys, I'm going to go back to the accommodation. I'm going to go back by myself. These two definitely cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were having a good time. We were having a good time. Yeah, it was a good night. That was, that was actually a good night. Everyone, I actually had to drop you home early that night, I believe. Yeah, I did fall asleep or something. I had the, I don't know what happened to me that night. I was, yeah. The rest of the boys were well on form, uh, apart from you, son. That was the night we yeah. went to um, I... the Irish pub that sold us Guinness out of a can. Hmm. With the popcorn, they had unlimited popcorn though, didn't they? Yeah, it was cool. Like, every time you got a drink, you got like a little punt of the popcorn. It was actually great stuff. Yeah, they just kept piling my Guinness. With, that was disgusting. Yeah. That's what I think. That was the, I think the popcorn was spiked or something. That's what I put it down to. Yeah, right. I think the rest of the boys agree that that wasn't the case. It's just a lack of more again. And then New Year's night, wasn't it? It was like half fucking the United Kingdom. Like the first two nights, it wasn't that. It wasn't that busy out in town, was it? Like you go in at any bar you wanted, and sort of it wasn't like dead, but like there's people about and stuff, and you could get you could get in there and you know get a beer. And New Year's night, we went out same time as every other two first nights, and we couldn't get a seat anywhere. Like it was absurd, wasn't it? Yeah. And then um, be fucking nuts. Finally found a spot at a watering hole where people were just old people were just hooking up next to each other in the booths and stuff and we had a couple of games where I was getting getting real handsy with each other. That was interesting to say the least. If we're all like hooking up for like I reckon like a good three minutes. Oh, they weren't yeah, it was going back. <laughs> and it was better because the boys had asked if we could have the booth, like, Are you guys leaving soon? And the guy had just gone, nah. Real rude, real abrasive. And then next thing you know, he's just yeah. 
tonguing this old lady next to him. <laughs> oh, that yeah. Just and just for reference, they're probably like mid to late fifties, eh? You reckon? Yeah, they were. They were definitely getting up. They were getting up there. Yeah, getting right up there, and more areas than one. Yeah, that was intense. Taking New Year's kisses to like another sort of level. Yeah, well, two of the boys got New Year's kisses, didn't they? Training wheels. They had a good um, couple of nice um, Czechoslovakian ladies. That um, was good to see. They had a nice little picket under some fireworks um, and had a good evening. Um, and then me and you and Murph sort of battle around. We didn't really know, and it's weird in Spain. I don't know if it's everywhere, but we wore the shorts out that night, shorts and burks, yeah. thinking we would be sweet. And we had been two nights before, and then apparently in Spain on, or Malaga at least, New Year's Eve, everyone dresses up in suits to get in places. Yeah. And we were well underdressed, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, that was that was real. To say the least. We've gone, well, for starters, actually, yeah. Merck was a little bit, a little bit hooped. Uh, we tried to get into, I think, three or four places. They wouldn't let, let him in. So we made the executive decision to go home. Drop him off, <laughs> and we've also we've dropped him. That's right. He's sitting in the lounge. He's sitting in the lounge, and the chair that he was in the lounge has a direct line of sight to the front door. Or all he has to do is turn his head, and he better see the front door. I've snuck into the kitchen, and I've messaged you like, "Hurry up, bro! Me and you want to go back out." Um, and we've just snuck out. Murph could have just looked, look, just looked over his right shoulder, looked at us. We've just snuck out, and we've gotten about I don't know two minutes from the econ. And I've had at least one missed call from Murph and a message saying, yeah, where are you guys? You guys going to go out. Yeah. And we're fine. Starts blowing up. Yeah. And we've just ignored him completely. And yeah, that's when we've, we've gone to one place because it's hard to find clubs in Malaga too. Like you have a couple of clubs you used to pay door fees and this, that's like 20 euro. Then you go in and it's like, oh, this is teats. Went into one place one day and one night and it was like, have you got a booking? I'm like, no, nah. like, no booking, no entry. I'm like, what the hell? And then, yeah, we've gotten recommended to go to this place. I've gone there, and they're like, shorts, no entry. No entry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then we've just wandered around, gone to, a, gone to another pub, and we've just had a couple couple tubes in there, and then sort of got a feed and caught it a night, really. It's good news, though. We did a few good laughs, and we have got to see the sun and, and hook in. It wasn't, um, definitely wasn't R&B spec on the... Um, Festive vibe, but definitely yeah. nice to just go to the beach and have a few cheap cheap beers on the beach and in the sun and stuff. And as long as you got a decent crew, which we didn't, but um, we still managed to go all right. Yeah, it was good. It was, yeah, I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, it was definitely, it was probably the first New Year's, I reckon, since I've been like 18 or whatever, that I haven't been to a festival. And it was, it was definitely mm-hmm. different, but it was still, um, it was good fun. It was good fun. Boys had a lot of. It's different because festivals, everyone's everyone's going hammer and tong, whereas cities and towns and stuff, each group goes on their own different level at different times, and we were probably definitely setting the standard for the first two nights in the city, really, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, I would say so, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't, surprised we didn't cause too many more issues, to be honest. Well, people, I'm surprised people. Yeah, well... That's true. Well, I've I've given up I've given up drinking uh, following that trip. Um, twenty twenty four. So, oh, that's a yarn, bud. 
75 hard though. Now I've started, started four days deep into 75 hard and going strong. Um, and I think I'll go good off. Can you explain what really, what you're doing in the 75 hard? Well, just from what I've read on Google, um, that's how I've interpreted it. So drink three liters of water a day, which is easy to do. Um, although geez, I've, geez, geez, I've been getting out fucking about three times during the night to go to the toilet. The body's not used to much water. <laughs> yeah, that does suck. Um, read 10 pages of a book a day, which I've been able to do so far. Um, supposed to do two workouts a day of about 40 to 45 minutes. One's supposed to be indoors. One's supposed to be outdoors, which I've sort of been, um, been ticking away while I'm in Spain. But I think when I get to the Netherlands, um, one of them will just be maybe an outdoor activity indoors because yeah, can't really spend too much luck. I'll go for just maybe just go on the bike for 40 minutes at the gym sort of thing, if you know what I mean, instead. Of actually getting outside because yeah, the touch blades for fashion I mean, most of the day breathing is fast. So, and then about one they'd be tough yakers. Mm. So that's that part. And then, oh, you're supposed to go on some sort of diet. So, uh, I've gone avoiding um, as best I can having any processed food. Oh wow! Yeah. What sort of... Well, processed to, process to extent, if you know what I mean. Like, obviously, milk and cheese is processed, but I'll still eat those. But, like, you know, like, chips and, like, pizzas and all that crap. That's just, like, yeah. Probably, yeah, these are bad. Package, package foods, though. Package food probably is probably a better way of putting it, yeah. Yeah. Correct. So, I've sort of cut that out, and that's going all good. Yeah, that, that could do wonders for the, the rig. Well, the rig, the rig, the rig, yeah, could... Could whether or not, um, yeah, whether or not it will, we'll find out. But um, I'm definitely, and I've show, I've got the mo going here. So um, the mo stays until I have my first alcoholic beverage, is my thinking. So it's sort of like a public shaming of public shaming of failure. So as soon as the mo's gone, the person's been drunk, and it's like a you you fucking failed. But I've had that many people say to me when I said, oh, I'm, I'm going off the booze for a couple months. I've had that many people go to me. Oh, fucking bullshit. Bullshit, you'd be able to do that. Sort of makes you think you may be drinking a little bit too often if people think you can't do it. So in spite of that, I think I will I will stay off it until, I'm thinking until March anyway. Oh, March. It is all the shit. It's my goal. It's my goal. Yeah, that's my goal. Um, I've decided to do so that right, Jason. Haven't quite gone to the extent of what you're doing. Um, but I don't really think I probably don't need to. Uh, nah. Well, I definitely do not. I think I need to take a, take a month off to those. It's been, it's been pretty heavy since moving over here. Uh, and, and the New Year's Christmas day trip, it was also, that was big for that, so. Yeah, I you think, know, I think, it was yeah. bloody nice waking up on Sunday, not hungover. Like, I had to go into work at 9.30, but I've done that a few times, a little bit hung. 
fuck, it was just so much easier, wasn't it? Just get up, shower, feel handy, into the office. Mm. I think it took me a good, um, what's it, tonight's today? I think it took me until about the, the nights today, we left there, we stopped drinking on the, woke up on the first, we weren't drinking. It probably took me about the fifth, sixth to be back to 100%. Yeah. Um, so now I'm back. But oh no, I think in once you get to, I think the Europeans, like we've got a bit of a drinking culture in New Zealand, but um, in New Zealand it was so much easier just to be like, nah, it's not tonight, and you just wouldn't. But mm. it's where in Europe it's like, because it's the weather's so grim, and there's nothing to do. They just everyone just gets on the piss every weekend, every time they get the opportunity. Yeah, everyone just drinks. I'm a three one for me. We have your bin drinkers back home. Like, we won't drink during the week, and then we'll just have a huge one on Saturday. We just, yeah, they seem to just go out. Like, they yeah. go out for like five or six pints every night. And then have a few more. Go home, eh? It's, yeah, and, yeah, then just go home. Even when we're in Spain, eh? Like, I know it was New Year's period and stuff. It'll be like, we go to a place at like 11, and they the first thing they look at us, beers. How many How many beers? Well, obviously we're going to have yeah. there, but it's like, you look around at everyone else too, and it's like 11, 10 in the morning, they're just all, they're there with a, with a beer or a wine or vino or something, and I was like, fuck, everyone mm. just loves it, loves to just sip away on beers during the day sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But, um, yeah, so that's, well, that's what's come out of that trip for me is a bit of a refresh, bit of a flush of the system. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for you, actually. Yeah. I'm good. We'll see how it goes, but we can catch up. No, we'll be, uh, I'll see how I'm traveling. We'll be keeping close eye on that moustache. That's for sure. Yeah. And now we'll stay in contact, yeah. 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 Also, I've also... Um, mm. How you go, bud? You go? Sorry, mate. I was just going to say, I've also deleted social media off my phone. Wow. Um... Because my screen time was going through the roof, just um, uh, just scrolling through scrolling through reels and stuff. So still got my accounts, Facebook and Instagram, but I don't have the apps on my phone. So I think I'll just check the old Instagram maybe once a week or something on the old Laffy potentially. But I haven't done it yet since I deleted them on the first. So nine days date, no socials. Still got the snappy though. Wow, that's cool. That's a huge call. Really a new bit of time and um debriefing, a little bit of a little bit of time to yourself in Spain. Well, not just to yourself, but Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So you know, making movements in twenty twenty four, you know, bettering myself. It really is New Year, new dicky, eh? New year, new dicky. Train insane or remain the same, you know? You know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Not that guy, right? Go inside. So, you you go back tomorrow. When do you get back into footy? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, we got a worth track at last game of round one. Uh, we're tied for top of the table going into the last game of round one. So, after round one, it goes top six. Bottom six, and then you go uh, home and away against everyone in the top six, and then you go semi the yep. finals. So, um, and you take through half your points from the first round. So, 
But the top six, the way that our top six is, we'll probably only go going through first compared to six. We might only be like have seven point advantage, but I mean, one and a half wins going into top six is pretty good. So I think the goal will be to have a home semi final, finish top two and top six. I think should be the goal. I know, interesting that but, you guys did yeah. you have your last game around one in the start of the new year because you guys finished when was your last game like first weekend of December or something? Second weekend, I think maybe. So we had a good yeah. month off and then back into it and then. Uh, I don't know how the schedule works because, yeah, I've had the, we've got the draw, not who we're playing, but the dates, the weekends. And it goes like, we'll go have a game, we'll have a game this weekend and then um, next weekend. And then we've got a weekend off. We've got, yeah, we've got two weekends off in March, two weekends off in April. No, two weekends off in Feb, two weekends off in March, and one weekend off in April and one weekend off in yeah. May. So like, it's seven. It's seven weeks off, so it just stretches the season right out an extra two months to end yeah. of May instead of just end of. It's kind of a, sort of a little bit frustrating, but it is what it is. Yes, I know we're kind of similar in a way. we we've got or we've got a full well because we had the game last weekend. The weekend just gone. We've got three yeah. off for Jan, and then we've got two off in Feb, and then we might have. Won't even have two off in March, which I think is part of the Six Nations stuff going on. And then our oh round, like, yeah yeah was it uh, yeah yeah our round robin sort of finishes off in um, about April. Oh, plus St Paddy's Day, we get St Paddy's Day off. It's a weekend off. So, oh real, that's not bad. Yeah, so there'll be there'll be um, experience over here. St Paddy's Day and on. Wait, yeah, that'll be yeah. We were thinking about just flying over for Sunday actually, a couple of us. So it's on a Sunday, so not on Sunday, just flying over Sunday morning and then flying back either Sunday evening, which I doubt would happen, or Monday morning. Well, that is in March, isn't it? You'd be you'd be allowed to have a couple of tubes then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The only the only hiccup I can see is happening is got the Crusaders versus Munster preseason game in um, Cork, start of February. Mm. Uh, it's, uh, it's the only real thing that's on my mind that could slip me up there but yeah I'll have to wait time there hopefully I can, hopefully I can hold off no I can not instead you know you're going with don't need mm. I know Murphy's going to abuse you um, and rightfully so to be honest yeah right yeah so yeah don't need help dad I'll do something here game is what I'm saying yeah. yeah, but no one said you have to drink. Oh, that's the end. Like after the game, you know? The game, have a couple of beers with the fellas. Mm, that's true. But I don't go through Europe with them for 10 days. We'd have a few beers. He'd, be, he'd, be, he'd leave me in town anyway. And I got a so. Yeah, well, it was similar, similar stuff that Nelly to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Dick Chair Murphin. And Dick Chair Murphin. Yep. The both of us are the Dick Chairs. Who do you think, actually, just going back to the Malaga, before we probably finish things off, what do you think the MVP yeah. was? Because you, you threw out a bit of the uh, live odds before we started. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was good, bloody good stuff, that actually. Um, I think, yeah, well, this is the thing. This is the thing. You've got people there who may not have had a shocker 
but they haven't done anything. You know, they haven't actually offered too much else. They've just been there. Yeah, but it's whether or not you take into take into impact that you've got someone that's had a shocker, but that actually offered some content. You know what I mean? But I'm not putting myself. I'm not putting myself. Yeah, I am. I'm not putting myself in the top two. I definitely think probably a bronze. I would take. Up, I put in probably. I reckon I put. I put in the best performance on News Night. There's no doubt about that. I'll take. I'll claim that. I was on form that night. Yeah, I mean I was. Uh, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I didn't say it was a good performance. I just said I'd put myself in a bronze. I'll put myself in a bronze position. Yeah, I would put Murphy yeah, last. Yeah. He'll probably he'd blow up about that, but he he's no doubt about us. Well, you did actually win the. Uh, uh, he'd be. You guys were you guys were battling away for a wee shield, weren't you? And I believe he's won a piece, kind of. Yeah, we were. I think I. Re- I think I, re- I retained it that night. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, that's last. You definitely pretty much yeah. So I'll put him, I'll put Murph last. I'll yeah. put myself third. Yeah. Um, I would probably put, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd yeah, I'll give you probably the honours just because, yeah, you did carry the, carry the team there quite a wee way. Um, second and fourth, though. Um, yeah, that's an interesting one. I did like Thicken's intent, so I'd probably give Thicken two and, um, Wheels is just wheels. He would be four for me. Just I think I would. Um, the way is. I'd probably have it probably the exact same. Maybe the only difference is I might put you in the four and then put wheels into three. That might be. Obviously, oh, yeah. Well, obviously, I've got a little, I've got a little bit of. I've got a little bit of bias. Uh, being, being me. Me yeah. myself, yeah. I thought so, yeah. So, um, yeah, Fick was great. Fick was good value. I think if he had been there for all of the first night, he could have, wow, and maybe not gone yeah. early on the last night, actually. He could he could have been in good contention for the number one. Yeah, that's probably a fair play. But, I mean, Judy calls, I guess. Yeah, Judy calls. Judy calls, absolutely. Judy calls at all times. At all times. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. It was a good trip. It was a good trip. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, that probably ticks, that probably ticks it all off there, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna probably, yeah, I'm gonna hit off, hire a bike, uh, for the afternoon. Get, it's gonna be my, uh, obviously my outdoor 45 session for the day, but it'll probably be a couple hours on the bike, having a bit of a, Having a bit of a, of a go around, and then um, have a bit of dinner tonight, and then it'll be my I'll be on the uh, the bus to the airport tomorrow, and then flying home. You beauty, back to the uh, the Dutch land, FTD. You beauty, back to reality, buddy. Back to reality. Back mm, to reality. Back to reality. Mm. Yeah, no, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. Yeah, beauty. But no, that's too good yeah. though, Philip. All right. Sweet as, mate. I'll leave you to it. We'll be sounding off. Too good. See you, bud. See you, mate.